Good morning, everyone. To continue our learning and understanding the importance of Avodah Ivrit, I'm going to try to talk as loud as I can because I have a little bit of a problem with my throat, so I apologize already. To continue our learning and the topic we've been learning, we have to have a little bit of historical context for it to understand how these things developed and where we are today with everything. The Aliyah HaRishona, the first Aliyah that we always refer to, was about, uh, sorry, the Aliyah Shnia, was approximately uh, like 120, 115 years ago. And what happened then is that many people's decision or ability to move to Eretz Yisrael depended on their Makor Parnasah. It depended on what they could actually, you know, what, what they could do in order to make a living. And there were many different groups, the Tnuata Poalim, for instance, they were the ones that worked the hardest to try and ensure that Jewish labor would be a given. It wouldn't be like they have to fight over it, it would be something clear that if after thousands of years Jews are coming home, they shouldn't have to fight over the right that they should be the ones to get the foot to work here in, in every area not just farming the lands, but in anything that has to do with the, in the, the, the world of commerce, whatever it was. We all know there was this thing called, uh, in Hebrew it's called the Sefer Alavan, that was the British white book that basically uh, allowed immigration to Eretz Yisrael for Jews based on their profession. So it's even more than Inyan to make sure that Avodah Ivrit was a given. We're saying that it wasn't even a Shaila. What was the problem that happened 115 years ago? the same exact problem that we have today, that Arab labor is much cheaper. They knew this then, they know this now. And that's the problems that were happening already back then, where Yidin weren't getting, they weren't, they weren't able to get jobs. They weren't, able, they, weren't, they weren't able to be hired because of just common sense of the person that has to put the money out, he's gonna do it for much cheaper. Like many of us that live here in Efrat are in the same exact situation. The shul, that, the shul that we're standing in was in the same situation. It's not like there's some crazy people. It, it's, it seeps throughout the whole Am Yisrael. Not the whole. There are a few yeshuvim that never felt, that never got into this. They never ever allowed themselves to get contaminated by this very, very evil. You'll see how, you'll see how the evil seeps in. It's a, very, it's a fascinating thing. But the question was, we can't act on emotions, let's go to the Rabbanim. Now this, it wasn't working. The Avodah Ivrit campaign wasn't working because it was just too much of a par, of a distance of money to be able to compensate. It just wasn't working. A few things helped the Avodah Ivrit. That was a bunch of more Jewish blood being spilled in pogroms that happened in 1917 and 1929 where people again, for the moment, woke up and it stopped and then it went right back to it afterwards, when the comfortable coma was much more easier and felt right to go back inside to. This, is a, this, this happens all the time. This is not new. But they came to Rav Cook and said, what should we do? So based on how Rav Melamed brings this down, he says that Rav Cook had said that you can to pay up to a third more than what, and, than what he would pay if he wasn't hiring a Jew. Later on, his Talmud, Rav Shal Yisraeli, writes in Chavas Binyamin that you can mechayev up to a sixth. Okay, these are just numbers. Now, 
Who's the chief rabbi of Eretz Yisrael at Hakamata Medina? Rav Benzion Meir Uziel. <coughs> the Sephardic chief rabbi at the time of Hakamata Medina. And he addresses this very clearly. He says that you could obligate the ma'asik liskol po'el yehudi b'mechir shebo yehudi yachol lichiot chayim svirim kifia mekubal b'chevra yehudit. You can obligate the employee, the employer, to hire Jewish avoda, uh, avoda ivrit, up into an amount that is chayim svirim. Is that the merit? What would be a normal income for a person to actually live like a mensch? As we know also regarding Hilchos Tzedaka, when someone had money, had a certain lifestyle, for whatever the reasons were, they lost it all. What's the chiyuv on a family like that? Meiser? Meiser? It's not a Jewish kind. Con- Bichlal, no. We all know. What's that? We bring them back to life. He's working from there, and he's proving this from the Gemara and Masechet Kiddushin. This is very important. Chazal Masechet Kiddushin, when it speaks about an Eved Ivri, the, the, what an Adon, what a master has to do for an Eved Ivri, says, Kitovlo Imach. The Gemara says, what does it mean that it should be good for him with you? That it should be good for him with you. Imach b'machal v'imach b'mishta. The same level that you are eating and drinking, you have to make sure that your Eved, who you could look at as saying, well, he should be, he's just like, thank you that he has somewhere to go for work. Mapitam. We're the most moral people in the world, on all fronts. So he learned out from that, that even a Ma'asik has to make sure that his Po'el has a Maskorat, that he could, he could be mitkayem mimena bekavod in, 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 you know, in, the, in the context of what, what's going on in the country, in the context of what you know, salaries are v'chuleng. So we see that Kalahalacha, we see that it's really, we all understand what we're going through right now, is tikuna chevra. This is, you know, it's, there's a wiping out of a malik, but there's also a tikkun of the chevra. There's a, you say that in English, tikkun chevra. Yeah. Communal. Uh, yeah, it's like a, there's a fixing that's going on amongst us. Like, how are we, how are we taking care of each other when it really comes, to, comes down to it? Now, what's very, very important, and I want to stress this, is that many people here are in a serious problem because their, makor, their own makor parnasa. Right? And I don't want to start specifying different mikzaot, uh, different professions, but many people's own makor parnasah is so entangled right now with all the Arab labor that they are in the midst of many, many different projects. No one should pass judgment on any other Jew. We have to help them get out of the entanglement, and judging won't lead to anything. Learning it out think tanks, trying to think right now out of the box, thinking bigger, thinking smarter, in order to do this very, very important tikkun of making sure that avodah ivrit is not something that's only saved for those fanatics in Yitzhar. We have to understand this. These are all things that we are, Bezrat Hashem, please God, making the most of this opportunity, that just like back then, when the campaigns for Avodah Ivrit got a little bit more excitement on the expense of Jewish blood, and then it stopped, we are waking up from that cycle. Chayavim. We're waking up from that cycle. And we have to, we have, a, we have the, the achronim to help us with this. It's not regish. It's, it's also regish because it's inevitable. 
but we're seeing it from how we're learning it out in Bezrat Hashem, in the schut of us, arvut hadadit to each other, and the hopes we're tikkun ha-chevra betoch ha-am, and zero judgment right now on anyone in Am Yisrael. That'll shield the chayalim to do what they have to do. <coughs> They'll shield us to do what we have to do. And Be'ezrat Hashem, obviously, will all lead to letaken olam b'malchut shendalit yod Be'ezrat Hashem. Amen. Amen.